So, what is it? So, what is it? So, what is it? The Red Dwarf Podcast! Hello, hello, welcome, welcome to another episode of So What Is It? Oh, a Red Dwarf Podcast! Oh, and finally, guys, we've reached the end of Series 7. Is that a collective sigh of relief, I hear? <laughs> and relief. Ah, oh, there we go. But we're on Nanaki, the last episode, of course. Um, Nanaki, um, an interesting thing. We had a to-be-continued here, Matty. Mm-hmm. You were very excited about that, and something actually did continue. Yes. We got We got a recap. Of the last episode, amusingly, Crichton getting worried and yes. doing his high voice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I, I, I'm not sure it really warranted a, con, a sort of a recap as such. I mean, if you were watching at the time, you surely would have remembered that his arm was cut off. I mean, I, I, that was I, it, really. That's all you needed to know, isn't it? I suspect so, yes. But, yeah. you know, it's hardly the only show to do it. No, I know. No. It, it just felt really weird that it needed it, unless it was just another... Unless, unlike some of the episodes, this was running short and it was being padded somewhat, it did feel a very relaxed episode. I that think. occurred to me mm. previously on Red Dwarf. Yeah. You know, yeah. It, it did occur, occur to me thinking, oh, this is new. Yeah. yeah. It was very... Yeah, it didn't need it, did it? it really? No. It was very HBI. It wasn't like the beginning of the series where, yeah, after three years, what happened three years ago? Yeah. Um, yeah. That's probably worth it. But last week, oh, Lister hasn't got an arm. I thought, oh, well, not that it matters too much. But, but yeah, that was my first impression, really. It was sort of like the episode was very relaxed and slow in where it was going did anyone else feel mm-hmm. that yeah definitely i think certain things obviously when we get to it, certain things happened and they were not sort of made into the thing that i was expecting them to be mm. i mean i don't know how quickly we should you know address the the head in the room okay um i mean do you want to say anything about that because I'm, wait, I'm waiting for you to say favorite lines because i've got my favorite go lines on. straight away go on they're two on. words all right, dudes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I literally stood up and clapped um, when I saw his face. I'm glad you're pleased. I was so happy. I'm glad you're pleased. I mean, ultimately, if I can go there already, I don't think the return was that successful. But it was nice to it see. Was, it was. It was. It was nowhere. They could have done so much exactly, more. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But it was nice to see him back, and it was good that he was just the same Holly. There were no changes. There was nothing different in him whatsoever. That was the same Holly. That we saw in the in the first series, and but shall we park Holly for now and talk about all that a bit later? Yeah, you can do. Yeah, yeah. No, no, because I think it's a bigger topic to talk about, and let's do the lines and yes. some other stuff, um, because obviously that's towards the end of the episode. Yes, Dan. Hello. Hello. Hi. You're right. Yeah. All right, dude. <laughs> Come on, give us something you liked about the episode because we've gone there. Uh, I've got a couple of. Uh, I had a good couple of uh, of cat lines actually, but I particularly giggled at the. Um, we've been here before, of course we have. It's a cockpit. We come here all the time. <laughs> I, 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 there's a couple of those sort of. Like I didn't write that down because I thought somebody else would. Yeah, there's mm. a couple of those obvious things. I won't say any more lines at the moment, just in case I tread on toes. Matt. Um, nothing yet. Just two pieces of Bombay aloo you dropped several millennia ago down the surface ducts, where they appear to have evolved a rudimentary intelligence and formed a progressive folk duo. I loved that. That was, that was very good. That yeah, was very nice good. Um, now, I'm going I'm to eat some humble pie here, and I think one of my favourite... Pie watch. <laughs> pie watch, definitely. <laughs> I, did, I wrote something down about a watch, but um, I think one of my favourite lines was, 
half-eaten lollipop head. <laughs> yes. <laughs> After last week complaining about this, all right, I can't even remember what the it was. Analogies, yeah. yeah. Well, it was. It was particularly. I two things I complained about was the the, the awkward whatever they're calling Crichton this week, whatever it was last week. I can't remember now. And yes, and the analogy stuff. And then when he said half-eaten lollipop head, I cracked up. Mm. <laughs> so, you know, is all forgiven? Maybe not quite, but that made me laugh. <laughs> but there were definitely uh, less analogies anyway, but we'll, we'll get back to that. Story. Should we look at the story? Um, because what do we think of the story? I mean, obviously a lot happened, Matt, because not only Holly. No. Red no. Wolf is back. Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of like a, oh yeah, that's Red Dwarf. Uh, Cool. You know, it was really like, I was expecting such a bigger deal to be made out of it. And it was just kind of a, oh yeah, that's Red Dwarf. Oh, come on. You know this program doesn't it doesn't always do exactly I'm, what is expected. I know, but I was hoping on this occasion. Well, what, like, ex- we're expecting to laugh. That's <laughs> yeah. <what> they, <laughs> so they just didn't make... That might not have been exactly what I meant. And you know, I'm, I'm kind of confused about the story with the nanobots. Mm. And it was, I, I, that was very convoluted. So... What do we make of it then? It's sort of like the nanobots t- took Red Dwarf, turned yep. it into a planetoid, but a mini Red Dwarf went off? Or were they following the nani- nanobots, some of the nanobots, until they decided they wanted to hide in the laundry basket? Is that it? Yeah, I'm glad much. that I'm not the only one to so was confused they, by they that They lost story. the track of the nanobots, and that's when they gave up following Red Dwarf, which I didn't realise they quite had, really. Did yeah. you? Yeah. I know well, you, we've I, mentioned it a couple of times. I, I think I think they had. They, well, they, they hadn't had, talked about it. They not in a lot of detail because similarly, you know, they could have made a big deal about the fact that oh well, we're never going to find Red Dwarf again. They just stopped looking. The way I followed it was that they created a very small Red Dwarf, which yeah. is what was leaving the yeah. vapor trail. But then at the same time, you know, and, and then later on, obviously, they create another one. Um, I, I I followed it. I'm sorry, I followed the logic. I followed what they explained. Yeah. yeah. It was it was just a it was a it was a MacGuffin, wasn't it? It's like okay, this has run its course. We need Red Dwarf. Well, the whole thing How always. How could we possibly do that? I mean, as we said at the time, at the start of series six, it's just a reason to change it up, wasn't yeah. it? At the time, yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd forgotten exactly. I knew they were in the laundry basket, and I knew it was the nanobots. Obviously, you didn't but, remember that it was, it was I, Dave Lister's galaxy-sized job. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't quite remember all the details, but I'd forgotten they completely gave up, went back into suspended animation, and went back to the Esperanto. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that totally given up is, let's go back several months the other way, or, or longer, because weren't they in suspended animation for three years? It was a few years, yeah. I was going to say. So, yeah. again, it was just very... It felt very Red Dwarf in the way that, right, we just need to bring Red Dwarf back. Make it happen. Make it happen. Yeah. And... It was the whole thing. Like I said, they said it was for a few months, but last it was a few years. Again, the story is very sort of convoluted how it was in the laundry basket. But then originally they said that the planet was Red Dwarf. So I thought it was mm. that that's Red Dwarf. That yeah. the planet is Red Dwarf, but actually it's just been covered in dust or something. It's just been left for so long. It'd been rearranged. Yeah, that they confused it for a planet. Mm. That's what I was expecting it was. And then I thought, I was expecting sort of an ongoing joke that it was where they lost it in the first place. That's what I saw coming. But it was it where it was. It sort it sort of was. That's where it that's where they found the planet effectively. But yeah, it was Yeah, I don't know. They just no just make that work. But no, I, I mean I do the agree. It's sort of did. like it felt like there should have been some kind of the episode should have been about getting Red Dwarf rather than the, all the stuff with yeah. the art. No. Well uh, yeah, I suppose really I do agree with you but then in the finding red dwarf was basically like an additional subplot 
because really they were just trying to repair or get listers a, a new arm, really. And that's what I suppose the episode was mostly about. It was just a oh kind of thing. And I I kind of agree with Matt, with what Massey said with the whole sort of oh it's red dwarf the planet's red dwarf, you know. But that's two of us. Do you want to do something which never happened before, Dan, and agree as well with Massey? No, <laughs> can't bring us up. Uh, but I actually have to say, I really, really liked this episode. Not just because I thought there was a better representation of good one-liners, but I actually I liked the story. And um, I'm getting looks, <laughs> listeners. I'm getting looks because I thought there was quite a few like one-liners that I actually really quite liked. And um, I was just pleased that I think for a series that's been pretty inconsistent that it actually had a, a relatively pleasing ending. To what part? What, what ending? The series. Uh, uh, overall, for the, overall, for the 30 minutes or whatever. Mm. Because, I, I mean, personally, I thought the ending to this was not good. <laughs> no. Oh, no, the action, the, the very end. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was sort of like... They'd... I mean, the fine Red Dwarf is the end of the series and you get a crappy little starbug flying in and Cat giving us a line. I mean, they just even weren't all there. Yeah. It wasn't them all finding Red Dwarf, was it? I, I was really shocked by that. that the end of him going to Red Dwarf was just Cat just driving in. I mean, why, was, was, why was weren't they all weak. there looking out of the window seeing Can it all together? Because it, it could have been it's such a big moment. the window too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Am I correct in thinking? Am I correct in thinking that basically this... Red Dwarf that was minuscule is now massive, and Red Dwarf is uh, the Starbug is the size of a fly in in effect. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. why there was the buzzing noise. Yes, that's why I, so I Red assumed. Dwarf is massive. Yeah. Yes, but I kind of thought, well, they just that's really it's a bit throwaway. Yes, it absolutely yeah, throwaway. So Coming off the back of another pretty cruddy joke of Lister going ah because he had a larger body. Yeah, I know. I yeah, I get that. I, I mean, wouldn't, I wouldn't be screaming that badly if my body looked like that. I'd be quite pleased. I mean, no, I, I don't do that every time I look in the mirror. It I just, do look like that. It just <laughs> didn't seem that great. I no. mean, if they're nanobots, just redo it again. It's all right. Oh yeah. yeah. It was. I mean, I, yeah. There was a lot of build up and a lot of play around the fact that everyone can see that's what he looks like, and he hasn't seen it yet. And I just thought, well, I, yeah, that was. It just wasn't a. a Joke worth building up to. You no, know, paying off. I mean, it, was, it was really sort of a wooden joke, just overdone, and then him being really upset about it, and then the old scream that yeah. we can hear was crap, and then it led on to the guys, we've got a problem, and it's sort of, and that's the end of the series. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't get it. I don't but, get it yeah, from, from from writers that have done such brilliant stuff in the past. It seemed, oh, how should we? It was amazing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. yeah, but but those two things notwithstanding. Generally speaking, I do agree with Matt because I did enjoy this episode. I thought it had more good than it certainly had more good bits in than, than bits I didn't like. Um, it felt like even without even without them, even setting aside the fact that they did find Red Dwarf in whatever state, even setting aside Holly, and we'll come back to it. I thought that actually this moved on nicely. I thought there was good dialogue mostly. Um, mm -hmm. I thought this was Cat's best episode for a very long time. And I thought, yeah, generally, I, this felt closer to last week's episode, which I thought was closer to, you know, Red Dwarf I have loved and thought fondly about all these years um, than certainly some of the other ones that we've um, yeah. seen in this series. I mean, it certainly wasn't the worst this series for me, but it certainly, I don't think it was in my top half, to be honest with you. 
I just think there were two disappointing things about it. There were there were good things in it. There were things that made me laugh, but stuff like the Holly thing, which we can get onto next if you want to. Yeah. Um, I was disappointed in his return. Mm. You know what should be a major character we all love. We got the all right dudes, and then that was it. Yeah, and then it was nothing. Uh, yeah, you know? I didn't um, write so, anything else. So down you got other ho- than him. You got Holly that. back, and then it's disappointing. And then you got this bodybuilder stuff, rubbish. Got the end of a series, not good. I mean, I don't know some of the stuff in the the when they were in the buggy going across the storm or whatever. Yeah, it just. That was a little so. Bit, uh, that was so drawn out. So yeah, much drawn longer out. than it should have been. Yeah, there were a couple were, of times just for the sake of a sweetie joke. A sweet joke, head, you know? but then it, yeah, just because so much time for the sake. Let's face it, that was basically a joke on a sweet. Yeah, and that was it. I thought they were going to do some sort of um, quite a close moment, they, or romantic moment between Kachansky and, uh, and Lister, but they didn't take advantage of that. Again, not wanting to kind of like you know break, break with tradition and agreeing with Matty there. Because there was a couple of times in this episode where things just seemed to be overly drawn out. That's what what I said, relaxed. Yeah, (laughs) like the bit with when Crichton with the artificial arm, the the straining of him pick up the ball. Oh, no, that was one of my favourite bits. I like that bit. No, that that annoyed me, that bit, because it was... Pick up the ball, sir. Do the ball. Hand on the ball. Really get it going now, sir. I started to find it funny, then it's just like... Oh, for God's sake, hit the bloody ball. Yeah. <laughs> hit him in the head already. It's obviously that's what's going to happen. I mean, that's, that's really funny because, I mean, that you like this episode a lot. I'm saying I'm disappointed. But the bit you didn't like, I thought was good. Pick up the ball. Pick up that's the right, ball. Sir. Now keep going, sir. Pick keep up that the ball. ball. Now focus down under pick that and keep it going, sir. The ball. Hand, pick up the ball. That's right, sir. Now keep going. Now really think. Now hand, pick up the ball. Now let's really get it going, sir. Pick up the ball. Hand, pick up the ball. The same with the guitar at the beginning. I thought the guitar stuff was one of the best bits at the beginning. Playing the guitar, I thought was very funny. I don't know that we needed the entire 12 inch version of the song though. No, I don't. don't, That was was funny. Just the change as they went along. (laughs) That amused me. So that bit and the picking up the ball. Um, I liked but, but both of those bits they were in the foot well that obviously was the opening and then the uh, the artificial arm was relatively early on that you know that was the the warning siren that says yeah they're pat- this episode is they're, they're, they're filling this episode out yeah. with, with yeah. some stuff there were bits I really really liked but there were bits and the arm was definitely one of them the guitar I didn't think about it at the time but with hindsight yeah they didn't need to go on that. No, go back, go back and watch uh, it. I liked yeah. that that scene because it, it was it was quite gentle. The guitar scene was quite gentle, um, and when they were t- trying to uh, trying to convince Lister that there were great people with only one with one arm, I talk about Lord Lord Nelson and <laughs> Venus Demilio. That Demilio with a highly <laughs> successful modelling <laughs> yeah, career. Yeah, yeah. I love that. It's a good line. I mean, I'm not sure Cat's line but quite so great in that. But, but, but what, what you mean, Van Gogh got? Yeah. <laughs> but his early lines weren't great, but they got he, he got a lot <laughs> But again, you look at it. The scenes that were really long were the scenes that really were not that important to the story. No. The scenes that were really short were the vital scenes. The return of the you know the return of the dwarf. That was a, such a small scene when yeah. 
but we had him picking up a ball for ages and the sweet joke those went on for ages but the extra dwarf itself like nothing and same with Holly they could have done so much more it is di- it's difficult I mean like I say I found the arm one amusing and the punching crying amusing so for me that's a funny scene worth keeping so I suppose it is in preference but yeah let's talk Holly then because I, mm. I mean I, 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 this is just shorthand and I don't like to be too much but, but Holly alright dudes then shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he wasn't shit, but he'd had nothing to do. It felt like... Um, was he even involved? It, it almost, it it almost feels like they were shooting this episode and Norman Lovett came by the studio and they were like, Yes, yes, right, yes, we'll use you. In. He goes, but I've got to go in an hour. And they're like, yes. it's fine. Or, or, you know, it's like, you know, I bumped into him in Waitrose the other day, Norman Lovett. <laughs> I told him that we're shooting and he said he popped down this afternoon and we said we'd squeeze him in. I, I don't think he even popped down because I, I think he must have been doing it from wherever he was and then they sent the filming because, yeah. I mean, I put Wisey on the watch. I mean, I mean, what's great about Holly is, is I know he's been on a watch and a motorbike and all that sort of stuff before, but it's having him on the screen. Yeah. They put the nanos on the screen. They and we put had the virus on the screen they, last Yeah, week. exactly. Yeah. Everything on the screen. But yet, Holly, on. we don't get on a screen. It should be popping up on there. Instead, we've got a still picture of Lister holding a watch. I guess it was a it's crap big, effect. It's big returns that they did nothing with. Yeah. Holly returned, nothing with. Red Dwarf returned, nothing with. These are the moments that could be goosebumps. Yeah, yeah. These are the moments that could really give you goosebumps and go, yes, been waiting for this. And then they just go, and oh, no, let's just leave it. And then they walked out the room, and we never saw him again. Yeah, and, oh, yeah, that's it. We, yeah, his last, his last bit, you know, kicking bottom or what? He had his little. And that's an okay there. line. His if he's in the whole series, you know, yes. like they, they yeah. demolecular, demolite. Yeah, oh, we're still, that word I can't. Awful, awful, but it, but it was him. It was him. Um, he yeah. doesn't seem to have gone any madder or more insane in in his in his time in a watch. In a no, but his jokes right. were the razors about Crichton. Yeah, I never forget. And you are. And, yeah. and also, oh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. and then can't say the word. But he didn't, he wasn't there for long. And they weren't the best Holly jokes we could have had. They felt, it really felt like they shouldn't have more, isn't it? It was a waste. Mm. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Yeah, it was massively unfortunate. Nice to see him, though. No, and don't get me wrong, I don't dislike this episode at all. I did enjoy this episode, um, as we'll find out. Um, but I, it's, it was just, it's frustrating more than anything else. Yeah, it just feels, I, I think it feels a little bit... I don't know what's been said about it, really, but it feels like the running on empty a little bit and struggling just to find that magic. Which is kind of weird after three years, because obviously there was the reasons why it wasn't made, but you, th- it's almost as if this series has been constructed very quickly. Mm. But you well, know, I don't know. They may. I don't. I can't remember when they did other things, but you don't sit down and write the whole time, do you, or whatever? So. So I guess, and obviously, you know, um, I can never remember which one it was that left, Rob Grant or Rob Grant. Okay, Rob Grant left. Maybe he wrote all of Norman Lovett's lines. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I mean it, some it, of the episodes. We, case, the we are criticising, but in all honesty, you know, you know, some of us have tried our hands at writing. It isn't easy to just be funny, you know, and especially after writing so much great stuff, it, it isn't easy. Yeah. Um, I, I think. That's why my criticisms are a little bit sort of like when it feels lazy in the sense of, ah, oh, you know, yeah, <laughs> I have written them though. He's back kicking, kicking bottom or what? In brackets, not. <laughs> <laughs> but also, this is what I've actually, um, it's a bit of a da 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 da, but 
Holly was actually supposed to have a lot more, and a ton of his stuff was cut. Yeah. Um, they said a load of his jokes cut, and they said um, one of the big jokes was that he finally appears back on the screens, to which he suddenly, if he says, oh, I'm no longer a woman. <laughs> that would have been great! That would have possibly, been great. Yeah, possibly. Oh, now, yes, now. Uh, you um, said that there, there are extended remix versions of these episodes. Not on this one, no. And not of this particular episode? No, I think there's only three oh, of them. Oh, okay. One of them being Duck Soup. We should sit down and watch it. That's oh. not, so we did. <laughs> I'd rather have root canal surgery. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a shame. But, it's, it, it, I mean, who knows what the reason was. Oh, let's get Holly back in it. Oh, Norman Lovett can only, can only do an afternoon or whatever. Who knows? But it does feel a missed opportunity. The, before we move on to other more substantive parts, um, you know, Rimmer Watch, there was a joke which I quite enjoyed. Um, oh, you know, which, was a, disco. which was around him in pick-up. The only thing I've seen pick up slower is Rimmer and Disco. I enjoyed the fact that it was Rimmer yes. in, as butt of the joke, even yeah. though he's not there, yeah. and I just thought it was a decent yeah. joke as well. I mean, there weren't so many analogy jokes. Uh, there was one, I liked the line, but I think it was misplaced. You look shakier than a silicon implant ward joining an earthquake. Um, yep. but, which so, is quite a funny line, but he didn't actually look that shaky. No. <laughs> so I thought it didn't work <laughs> as good as it could have done. <laughs> which is actually ironic, because silicon implants don't move that much. <laughs> well... I know we like to overthink things, but <laughs> <laughs> there were a there were a couple of weird bits for me. There was the um, they were when they plotted the course for the, S the SS Esperanto. Yeah. The incidental music sounded comp like Newsnight, which I thought no. was very strange. Do -do -do! That sort of thing. Pretty much, it was. I kept expecting, you know, Fiona Bruce or can you know, what's it, Kirsty, Kirsty Walk. More on that story later. Um, yes, popping weak. up. Um, <laughs> so, what do you guys think um, if there was a planet populated with air hostesses? I'd, I'd be looking for more than three weeks. I think it's worth another week. You know? <laughs> well, I thought it was perfume. better than the all-girl custard finals joke, which felt a little bit old hat. Well, I'm going to have a little memory moment. When I think of air hostesses, I automatically think of the now defunct Cyprus Turkish Airways. Is that a fact? And the most <laughs> miserable, moment, the Turkish most story. miserable, unhelpful, and rude stewardesses ever. Uh, and always, I was very surprised with the levels of uh, makeup that can be worn and the, the fact that heads have to be thrown back to, to open eyes. <laughs> yes, so whenever I think of a hostess, that they that always um, pops into my head. Mm. So, um, yes, there you go. <laughs> right, and going back to the thump, I mean, I, I enjoyed that bit. There were two reasons why I enjoyed it. One, it made Becky jump next to me, literally jump on the sofa. She just... When, wasn't anticipating this to punch crime. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I thought it was because it coming to mind. I, could, I oh, couldn't remember the episode. Maybe because I still I'd knew that's it. what he was going to do. Maybe because I knew it was going to happen. But you know, I thought he's leaning into him. You of can see it coming. Yeah, which is fine. 
but it made her jump, which was funny. But I thought, it, I thought it was a great sound effect. Mm. I thought it was one of the best sound effects of a gunk on his head I've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> so well done, SFX team. And all I can say is well done, Lister, as well, for how annoying Crichton has been to me, for me this series. So for you, that channeled all of the... <laughs> yeah, and the fact that it happened more than once as well. Except for you, great. it's not subconscious. <laughs> no, it's not. So, Dan. Hello. Um, hello again. Um... Tell us why Cat was good this episode. I thought he got better. I don't think I did. I, I enjoyed his bit at the at the beginning where he was his contribution to the one arm people was the one arm bandit. That was a funny line, and I thought that was flat out funny. Yeah. Um, then he retreated a little bit to type and some of the stuff that I think a few of us have said that we're not keen on because he's just dim. Uh, but then from from where um, I think from the point on where Crichton said, "Let me think of a." Of a, of a cogent paradigm he goes I'd rather you gave me a good example that yeah, was a from that line. point on I thought Cat got good um, he had some good lines he pulls he, he, he wasn't he wasn't just slack jaw well of course he had the half eaten lollipop head he did have half eaten oh, lollipop head and I'm assuming from what you've just said you weren't overly amused with the whole ugly pit bulls bit I wasn't. I would have cut that out and put more holly in. I would have cut out a lot and put more holly in, but I would definitely have cut that out. I am in agreement with that. It wasn't even worth the 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 the, the throwback to it, or the, 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 the. I quite like as they'd done it. I quite liked the throwback to it. I uh, see. The only bit I really liked in the um, in the um, uh, in the cockpit piece there when they were in the storm was the throwaway line when List is trying to work out if the one arm thing's going to affect the relationship and he says sex, she goes, no, it's too sandy here. And if she threw it a lot, that line away, I really liked it, really liked the delivery. But no, I, ju- I just thought Cat, he started actually having some things to do. He didn't he just sit there and that- say, I'm too stupid. He went out in the storm, he did, you know. Yeah. We got to see his hair again, I know you've, no. you know. No, that no, wasn't bothered by that. But um, the what I would say is that um, Chloe Annette's very good at those very quick sort of... Yeah. Dismissive one, throwaway one-liners. That there's been a few, yeah. And and I don't think the laughter track has been that kind I, for those. I was going to come back to the laughter track, so I'm glad you brought it up because I wanted to track back right back to the very beginning of our podcast where Dan used to unreasonably go on about our laughter track. I, I think, think I might have mentioned it once or nine times. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're just trying to make me go back and listen again. Oh, yeah. So I put yeah. our stats yeah. up. You, right? I didn't bang on about it. It came up a couple of times at least. So it? we've and, gone from and nine to two. Okay. A few. Um, Three now. And, no, you no know, advance on two. I'm, I'm not against the laughter track, but generally, when things are funny. In this episode, the cat fetching a comb is not that amusing and would have been funnier had the laughter track not been there. So I'm definitely on board. There, because that that was a, I used as an example in my notes of canned laughter, comb joke, right? Because, because <laughs> oh, way you back, I, I need to get a comb. <laughs> so, I mean, it wasn't that funny. It was a slight amusement. He should have used one of those hairnet requisition forms. Yeah, no, definitely. Mm. But when people are laughing out loud at something like that, you know it's not real laughter, don't you? Because that's just well, because it wasn't funny. Yes, no, it must be forced. I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't a a horrendously shouldn't have been there type line it was an incidental line if you know what I mean yeah yeah but but the laughter did ruin it and, and that happened quite a few times so it's like oh it's just, you know the storm's easing off a bit <laughs> it hasn't eased off oh my god yeah you know, was that a joke that, yeah it's that type of thing it's sort of like mm, yeah you know but uh, <laughs> but I think one of my problems with the cat I've realised as well is 
that he's so static now. All that thing you were just talking about when he was sitting there talking, talking, talking. Mm. You know, I miss the cat, you know, sliding in, in sliding in and yes. that sort of And he doesn't do that. I mean, it was no. nice to see him do the little bit with the one-armed bandit at the moment. But yeah, he's just sitting there talking at Lister rather than sort of like not caring and shuffling about. And yeah, it's just that part of the shift in his whole character that I'm not mm. so keen on. Matt, Matty even, you, you've mm. been silent for a good minute, probably because I've been waffling. Yeah, it's been a miles, but... having a great time over here with celebrations. But, but surely you've got something wise to bring to this episode. I mean, I've, I've got I mean, more things. I'm sure, I'm sure you have. I, 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 I generally did like, I did actually like this episode. Again, I think the big thing for me was the moment, as we all know, that I've been waiting for. For me, it was just frustrating. For me, also, I've got to say, I don't know if anyone else found this, but the beginning, where obviously Lister's just got his, you know, half an arm still half an arm half a or one arm or one arm sorry one arm he's got one arm and a half right (laughs) like that really went on he was like really like depressed and out and it was really big big I did laugh at big 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 but yeah he yeah that bit was actually quite low and quite sad and I know of course that they wrote this because as I wrote down yeah, the episode where Lister's trying to lose his limb um, was actually the writer Doug Taylor lost one of Naylor. his legs in a... Sorry, Naylor, that's it. Um, lost one of his legs in a car accident when he was young and he was using that and as the And he couldn't story. play the guitar anymore. And he couldn't play the guitar anymore, <laughs> apparently. But it was just really quite depressing. I would have thought they would have made some jokes in there and all of that, but he really was like really depressed when he was just sat there, miserable. Um... That was just depressing. I would have thought they put, tried to put some jokes in, but yeah, they did the bit about the arm when he was punching Crane. Yeah, but the rest of it was just that so was good, so down. Ten minutes in, I think. Yeah, <laughs> but, but yeah, but let's say ten minutes before that, he was not funny. He was serious. He was depressed. It's just yeah, it was just uh, I didn't like that. Venus to my no arms at all, but that certainly didn't prevent her from pursuing a highly successful modelling career. <laughs> yes, yeah. I'm glad you spoke. Um. <laughs> right, I've got something else to say, Matt. You got anything else you want to bring up? Um, at the moment, I'm not at saying the moment, no, no. <clears throat> okay, well, I'm, I'm going to go to a st- in Storyverse, not because it's Red Dwarf. Okay, this is immersing ourselves in the world of Red Dwarf, and we're talking about it from that point of view. Okay, so you can create holograms. You, can, you know, you've got, you've got a Starbucks and stuff, but they can't get a decent, you know, artificial arm, right? So you can bring a personality back to life. You can have a computer who's got this IQ of 6,000. You can have nanobots who can, well, let's face it, do anything, it seems, um, but they still can't have a decent artificial limb. I felt that was a little bit of a, mm. of a weird thing. I mean, well, every time they find somewhere with the supplies, they load up on poppadoms instead of useful yeah, stuff. So that yeah, might be why. So maybe it's just because they have got all that stuff on board. The, the arm that he installed the, uh, was a 21st century arm. So mm-hmm. I think we can all look forward to that in our lifetimes. Absolutely. Yeah, excellent. Big pink bits of plastic. So that, that's basically the reason they just haven't got the equipment they need then to sort of uh, improve this. No, I just think they did that for... I, I mean, because they can make. Say that, you but. can create a hologram of hard light. I know Rim has left, and they can do that on Starbug, but that can't be adapted somehow. To make an arm. 
But yeah. that wouldn't have allowed them to then segue into the whole nanobots thing and then segue uh, you're into... Talk, you're talking sto- uh, writing terms now, rather than in-world. Yeah. <laughs> this all this <laughs> happened in the world. Yeah. Thing is, though, at the end of the day, it's all harmless. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, it just um, it, that just that just struck me as sort of like I know it's I know it's for the gags and all that, but um, yeah, <laughs> ball sir, ball ball. Uh, <laughs> um, anyone out of you guys call it a chucky egg or a chucky egg? I've heard that. Yes, oh, yes. I've heard of it, but I just wondered if you'd used it. I, I, no, not really. No, I mean, I, I would understand if somebody else did. Mm. I think worse if the no, I understand it. No, but I've actually, I have actually heard someone call it a biddy egg. Biddy, I know. Biddy. I was like, what? Who's that? I don't know, but you want to check. I remember it. I, it must have been the, quite a long time ago. Um, do you want a biddy egg? Maybe it comes from Dippy. Yes, mm. biddy was a slang term for an old person. Yes, yeah, so I. Person. I don't want an old person's egg. I don't want an old person's egg. Mm, not really. Or was it that woman that was the editor of Blue Pizza? Biddy Baxter. Biddy Baxter. Biddy Baxter. Yeah. Yeah. Ed the Duck's favourite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was a tyrant. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Anyway, so I have got a watch. You've sent that interview with Janet Ellis. <laughs> pot noodle watch. We had a pot noodle joke. Yes, we yes. did. Have a pot I knew joke. there were more pot noodle jokes. Didn't we? I mean, it was really uh, yes. the same pot noodle joke. Well, was sort of, but, but the nanobots can turn a pot noodle into uh, food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true, yeah. So there we go. Just that one off. I've written pot noodle joke down. <laughs> yeah. I didn't write a joke down, I just wrote pot noodle joke. Okay. I've got one more bugbear, one more complaint, and then we can probably move towards the end of the episode, although I'm not sh- That dog's agreeing with you. I'm yeah. not sure I've got many more jokes. It's a three-legged pit bull. Yeah, still <laughs> ugly, definitely. Right, so um, that, that little, again, it felt slightly lazy. I'm sure there's a reason for it, but when they were bringing back all the stuff from the planetoid of Red Dwarf and they was having the sort of like, well, you mentioned the net... The hair net, a blow-up shark, and all that sort of motorized tie rack. We didn't see any of that stuff. No, we you know didn't, what I mean. No. I mean that's sort of classic pantomime stuff, isn't it? If a dame's got a handbag and she's talking about stuff in the bag, she takes it out and shows it and makes a joke. You know, it's sort of lift up. Let's see the inflatable shark. Well, no. I mean, yeah, even you know the requisition for it, you could just hold up a wad of paper. Yeah, it was. Just yeah, felt, you're right. I'm it's not, it's not there. Me. I just felt. Oh, it's not there. They're just. Oh, you can tell you've directed. Oh, well, it, it just felt like it should be there. It just felt... It's like Biddy Baxter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you see clattering stilettos on the steps down from the gallery. <laughs> so, so yeah, it just felt something like that. It's all like, ah, oh. again, I've complained a couple of times about the directing. Whether that's the directing or they didn't bother to get stuff in or no one thought about it, I don't know. It just felt, mm, prop watch. Um, <laughs> you know. Anyway, that was my last complaint. Um, do you want to do a round of other things we liked? If we've got, it, more? it feels like got it might one. be nice to finish on a high. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I, I think I have got one, but I went to Matt, Matty first, so you first again. Uh, you always go to me first when I got nothing to say. Well, I went to last. You still have nothing. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to say. I'm trying not to say the obvious thing that I normally just say. In. But yeah, have you got anything to add? No, not no. I think everything that would be said has been said. I don't know that. why I ever go to you last. No, if, because if, if ever I go to you, go, last, to, go to me first. Your catchphrases. Oh no, you've just been all been said. Yeah. 
Does everyone has, ha, has no. um, Crichton ever heard of Tough Love? Well, we've heard of everything else, but best guess. Best guess, I think that means he could have had a best guess. Have you ever heard of something called Tough Love? Does it involve dressing up? No. <laughs> I, I, again, I'd look forward to if they actually, in the next episode, in the next series, anything's going to be said about Red Dwarf, about the fact that it's so tiny, or is it just going to be the start of the episode and it's back to normal size again? It would be really nice if, if actually, and, and the one thing that was missing for me from this, well, there was more than one thing, but uh, the main thing missing for me would be, it would, be lo- it would have been lovely if there had been an appearance from Rimmer. I know he was mentioned, but it would have been really lovely if he was, you know, however brief, had been there just very, very slightly. But yeah, I guess they didn't know what was going on in the future, so he mm-hmm. has moved on yeah. at this point, so really hard to... Uh, True. True. No. Do that. So, so you haven't got anything else? No, nothing okay. else to say for me. Damn. Um, I've got another cat line that I enjoyed, um, which was when uh, they were asking if Crichton could donate one of his spare arms, and he said, oh, it's too heavy, so he'd never get it up. And Cat says, well, he could always take it off when he was going on a date. <laughs> it's rude, and I liked it. Mm. I did like that. <laughs> it appealed yeah. to my smutty sense of humour. I don't believe it. Just, just children. Really I know. Matt. Um, I empathised with Cat. When they were doing the, the uh, nanobot explanation, which, yeah, we've, we've discussed. <laughs> yeah. And I, I've put in brackets, watched three times, I'm not sure I get it. Kat said, did someone out, did someone turn over two pages at once? And I kind of, I, I liked that because it was kind of how I felt at yeah. the moment. Yeah. <laughs> it, that felt almost like an in-joke, because then they're talking about script. That's how I, that's what, it actually made me you because I was thinking about... Yeah, possible double that, meaning. That felt yeah. like a double meaning in-joke as much yeah. as anything else. I suppose, but yeah. It was, a, was a quite nice. Yeah. My other, only last one, it's not amazing, but I like the stuff about being on wipe alert. Yes. Mmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> mm. Yes. I'm a child, but that was funny. I can yeah. understand where we are now. No, it's yeah, like... yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Hypocrite watch. Hypocrite watch. <laughs> No, and, and hello to all those people, lovely people that do work in the care industry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that's end of series seven. Obviously, we've got a wrap-up episode coming, and most download type of episode, obviously. People love a wrap-up and a quiz. Uh, so we'll, we'll see everyone there in our next episode. Matty's quiz. Matt, yeah, Matty dun, is doing dun, the quiz. Dun. Take that as you will. We don't know what it's going to be like. Come and find out with us. <laughs> be a friend. <laughs> right, see you later, everyone. <laughs> Another big pick? Yes, please.